What's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for June 24th, 2020. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day, which is also tech analysis day. It doesn't really roll off the tongue quite as well, but that is what Wednesdays are reserved for for this live stream. I do tech analysis on Wednesdays, and this is going to be, let's say, a very high-level tech analysis. I'm not going to pick apart a particular vendor or company. I want to dive more into the conceptual framework behind what we call centralized versus distributed. And it's based off a conversation that I had today with somebody else that was very deep and and got into a bunch of hairy areas. And I just, I I wanted to get some of these ideas down uh, through this medium as well. So before I get into that, a few housekeeping topics. Don't forget about the podcast. So if you prefer this in an audio-only format, you know, you like to listen to it on your bike ride or run. I guess we're not really driving much, but maybe you're driving now and, and going out to work. Well, congratulations on that, and you can listen to the podcast. You can find it in any of the major pod catchers. You should be able to just, to just search for Ned in the Cloud, or you can go to anchor.fm and find the links there. Um, other things, there was, I uh, have a buddy of mine that writes music, and I asked him if he would mind writing something to just kind of sit underneath these episodes as, you know, just a little bit of music, a little bit of flair, and he agreed to do so. So that is going to be coming soon. Uh, I hope uh, that is exciting to at least some of you. Uh, what else do we have going on? And then lastly, I finally paid for a professional level of Zoom Uh, I've been living off the free for a while, but that 40 minute limit is kind of hitting me, which means that I can now live stream with Zoom and add a guest for some of these daily live streams. So if you are someone who's interested in being a guest or you know someone who you think would be a good guest for these brief episodes, hit me up on Twitter or LinkedIn or in the comments and let me know. I'm happy to invite and orchestrate that whole setup. Okay, with that out of the way, I just want to check in with you. How we doing? It's Wednesday. Wednesday's good. I like Wednesdays. I was born on a Wednesday. That's a little fun fact for you there. I hope you're making it through the week okay, that maybe you've had something interesting engage your attention. Perhaps you attended HashiConf Digital that just closed out earlier today. If you did, I'd like to hear your thoughts about it or just generally how you're doing. So drop me a line. Let me know. Let's talk about the topic of the day, which is centralized versus distributed. Now, we seem to swing, say seem, to swing from one to the other, from highly centralized technology to distributed technology, and then back to centralized. And this has happened multiple times, and it's a mental construct that I think people have found useful. So just to give a few examples of where this has happened, at the dawn of modern computing, you had these massive computers that took up whole rooms. You had like Univac and those types of systems. And so they were very centralized. You couldn't move them around and you interacted with them through punch cards or more likely just moving around circuits and then asking for some output that was highly centralized. And even after we moved beyond that era to more of a mainframe era, you had mainframes that did all of the compute, and then you had dumb terminals that were just a way to interact with that mainframe. But the the dumb terminal, it was dumb. It didn't do much except make a connection to that mainframe so that you could interact with it. Then things shifted. 
they shifted massively with the beginning of desktop computing and the setup of the client server model where your desktop was now capable of running applications locally. And we started decentralizing to a certain degree, but we weren't really decentralized. You still had your servers that were sitting in a data, some data center somewhere that were your main repository for databases and files and information about an organization. But as desktops proliferated and mobile devices prolifer proliferated, that information became more and more distributed across those devices. And there was no guarantee that those devices were going to sync their information back to a centralized repository. And then we started moving into the cloud era. And the cloud era brought with it a new level of centralization because now you were consuming things as a service. And whether that was Dropbox or Office 365 or any other number of products, the data became centralized back in these services and you would consume them through your device. But even when you generated new information on your device, you were probably syncing that back to some centralized software as a service package. For instance, when I create a new PowerPoint presentation, I save it to my OneDrive and immediately that's synced back to Microsoft. Now that's great for me because if something happens to the device I'm working on, I don't lose that presentation. And in many other ways, centralization makes a lot of sense. But we do kind of shift between this centralized and decentralized thing. Now, I, I don't think it's because we have to shift from one to the other. I think what's actually happening is we find bottlenecks in our computing. And when we find a bottleneck, we have to shift the model to either accommodate that bottleneck or find a way to bust through that bottleneck. So what was the bottleneck with dumb terminals? Well, the bottleneck was the fact that the terminal couldn't do any local processing. You were completely reliant on the mainframe. The mainframe was a bottleneck. So what did we do? We changed the paradigm to be able to do local computing on a desktop. So we were no longer completely reliant on that mainframe that freed us up, that freed up that bandwidth. Now that shifted after a while. Now we were trying to run larger and larger applications on our desktop and we no longer had the ability to do that. So the bottleneck shifted. Our desktop is now the bottleneck. We want to shift that back to a server based application that does have access to a larger pool of resources and we become a consumer of those resources. So the pendulum swings back to the centralized approach and back and forth and back and forth. What we have here is two things. We've got the bottlenecks wherever a bottleneck occurs, we have to find a way around it and that's going to cause a change in our model. The second thing we have is Jevons paradox, which basically states that the more you have of something, the more people are going to consume. And that's certainly true of things like computational power and bandwidth. Now what bounds that, what, what puts an upper limit on how much you can consume are other bottlenecks in the system. For instance, we have a glut of bandwidth at the moment down to our homes. And so, what constrains the usage of that bandwidth is the amount of time we have or the number of people in our house to consume that bandwidth. I have five people in my house and we have 75 meg down and everybody can be streaming something in the house and there's no problems. My zoom call doesn't drop and start getting all pixelated because I have adequate bandwidth. Now, if something new comes out, 
well, what's the bottleneck here? The bottleneck here is I only have five people and only they can only be doing five things at any given time. And none of those overrun that bandwidth. So I become the bottleneck, which is fine. Now, moving forward, as we adopt new things, maybe we start doing 4K or 8K for all of our video. And maybe I start regularly having video chats with multiple people while I'm also doing something bandwidth intensive. And now the bottleneck becomes the bandwidth again. So I will consume all of that bandwidth once I can, and then that becomes the bottleneck and I'll need to get a bigger pipe. That's it. That's sort of the idea here. Now, the other thought to pick apart here is we build centralizing structures, but we don't have complete information about those, about what's going on in our environment. And we need to be able to collect more information to have a more complete view of what's going on in our environment. So there's a big decentralizing force going on here that's going to be the edge. And I know Thursdays are usually my edge talk, but I this all of this conversation sort of sparked an idea in my head that the movement between centralized and decentralized is a useful framework for computing up to this point, but I don't think it's always going to be the right framework. Maybe we're setting ourselves up with a false model of how information actually flows. If we look at another highly decentralized system, and you think I'm talking about the internet, but I'm actually talking about people, people are highly decentralized. We build centralizing structures, we build hierarchies, but people by ourselves, we're highly decentralized. We have clusters of people that we interact with a lot, other less well-connected people that we interact with only a little bit. And then beyond that, people that we don't really interact with at all. And that structure shifts and changes, but it's not that we're swinging from a centralized to a decentralized model. It's just the amount of connection we have with these larger environments, these larger networks has increased because of technology, but those are still very loose bonds versus the bonds of the people that we're closest to. So people are highly decentralized and we have we have asymmetrical information in our systems. And I think that our computational systems are becoming more and more aligned with the way that we function as people. And the edge is the ultimate distillation of that because we're decentralized as human beings and the edge replicates that decentralization <laughs> and I'm really reaching here, but because edge replicates that, especially with the proliferation of devices, I think the future of computing and modeling should be based off of the way that people create structures and interact with each other. So I know that's some esoteric philosophic stuff, and I don't know how that applies directly to technology today, but it's allowing me to look at our current computing models and the way that they could be in a different light and through a different lens than just the typical centralized versus distributed model. So hopefully that's somewhat helpful helpful to you. I'm curious what your thoughts are. You know, leave something in the comments or, or hit me up on Twitter. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me that I should just, you know, lay off the coffee. I've had too much today, whatever it is. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about the edge, and this will probably bleed into that conversation a little bit. So that will be the topic for tomorrow.
Until then, stay healthy and stay safe, everybody. Thanks.